Hello, we are Terra Nova, a horror podcast hosted by Kendall and Jackie, and here we talk about everything horror. And this podcast is specifically for you, the horror fans and the non-horror fans. If you're too scared to watch the movies, it's fine. We talk about it, we discuss it, we dissect it, we laugh about it, talk about the good, the bad, and the tropes. And we have new episodes released Tuesdays bi-weekly. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Terranova underscore podcast. But also feel free to reach out through email at terranova.pod at gmail.com. And most importantly, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. And tell your dog too. Cujo. <laughs>what's going on i'm just like excited and ready because again excited and ready again we have a long list people this has been a list for i don't know how long and it's like these movies i wanted to do for so fucking long and we're finally doing it and i'm mad hype and mad excited (laughs) like yeah word oh my god yo and um gonna be a little funny be a little funny since you know uh, a little <laughs> that's an understatement damn movies are hilarious people know what they clicked on yeah it's funny as hell and the chance of us recording this is like right now it's just been it's a good combination of events <laughs> i spent all day laughing at that boat shit and then now i'm on here talking about a funny movie so this is a and if you guys are wondering like it's been a combination what of what is kendall talking about funny events um how the avengers assembled in alabama when the, the cap signal was released into the sky. You know, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> My man, Aquaman swung across the water with some ass. No, it's remember, like, the chances his name is of Aquaman. all of that happening his literally before Aquaman. seeing this movie. Get it right. It's Aquaman. Aquaman, you're right. My fault. My fault. <laughs> the chances of that shit happening right before I watch this movie is just like, you know, sometimes God get it right. That's all I'm going to say. I just gotta say, or the Spider Verse, they're calling the Canada event. Oh, I, got, I mean, they're all Knuff. They were all Knuff. That's what it was. They were all Knuff. <laughs> um, all I gotta say is, when you go to the dictionary or the Urban Dictionary and you look up the words "fuck around" and find out that incident, <laughs> that is what you will see as the definition of "fuck around" and find out. Word. So it's yeah, <laughs> it's something else. But let's get into the movie. All right, so yeah, so we're going to be covering Scary Movie 1 and 2 because the other ones do not matter. They're they're not as funny as the first two. They're really not. <laughs> I agree with that. I ain't going to lie. They're not. It's the, best, the best ones are the first two. I stopped at the three. For real, all because the Wayne's brothers were freaking genius. Like, I just love them. Um. So, yeah, quick summary. How do I summarize this? Because it's all fucking crazy. <laughs> so, I guess the first movie we follow with Cindy. Her friends, oh, ghost faces running around, killing people. She thinks it's tied into something they did before last Halloween where they killed someone <laughs> in the road. They thought he was dead, but he came <laughs> back chasing after them. All her friends are dead. Majority of them, some of them are alive. She finds out it's her boyfriend killing them. Um, and in case you're wondering if you've never seen the Scream movies, and if you're just like, where have I seen this movie before? Yeah, Scary Movie likes to make fun of other Scary Movies. And combine them into one film. So if you've never seen Scary Movie and you hear me talking about this and you're just like, isn't that Scream? Yes, because it made fun of Scream. Hence Cindy and Sydney. Yep. 
Um, <clears throat> Same damn character. Yes. So they find out the killer is really all, all along Dewey. I know, right? Like, <gasps> imagine the shit and scream. Oh my god. But yes, the killer ended up being Deputy Dewey at the end of it all. He got away. Um, and, well, not really. I think he got hit by a car. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, but, and then. He got, yeah, he gets away at the end of the first one. They do a, a change to how Scream actually ended. So the killers aren't really who you thought they were the whole time, even though they kind of revealed themselves mm-hmm. to seem like they're the killers. It turns out that there's like another killer who's, I guess, like probably the lead killer or something. And yes, yeah, that's Doofy. Yeah. I fucking love Doofy's character. I mean, at the ending, they, they tend to make fun of, um, uh, oh my God, there's a movie, Kevin Spacey's movie. I forgot the name of the movie, but there's a movie they make fun of for that. And then it goes into sequel, Scary Movie 2. We're still following Cindy. <laughs> She's in college now. And she embarks in this experiment of, of like, to see supernatural stuff in this haunted house. She goes with her friends. Um, the ones who return are Shorty, Ray, and Brenda. They're the ones that return for the first movie. We meet new characters. And this whole time... They're trying to figure out if the afterlife exists. They're trying to figure out a, a murder mystery. Um, some girl is a necrophilia because she wants to have sex with the ghost that controls the house. Um, <laughs> a lot of crazy shit happens. Yeah. The butler is... is the second one is like a combination of House of Haunted Hill and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. The butler has a weird hand. who also ends up being the killer, but he's not the killer. He's associated with the killer. But the real killer was a ghost. and, and, and It's a lot. It's a fucking lot. That's the best way I can summarize it. Where it's a lot, <laughs> but they survive because yeah, you know, scary movie. Yeah, I feel like the first one is easier to describe because it's like a direct rip of Scream, with like a bunch of other things thrown in. So like the plot is still like a lot more, a lot simpler to follow versus the second one, where it's like spirits and all types of shit. It's just a lot happening. Gail swallows both of these movies. It's like so many skits and stuff. It's crazy. Gail swallows. <laughs> That was hilarious. <laughs> like, Gail swallows. She swallows. Uh, dude, I haven't seen this movie in at least 10 years. And this shit, watching it, I was like, man, I forgot I've seen this movie a million times. Because some parts of this movie, I actually forgot. That's crazy. I know. Yo. The movie's just, it's just, oh my God. Like, where do we begin? Because like, there's so much. There's so much with the movie. There's like, it's just, all right. First movie. I love how it is a direct ripoff of Scream. You know, Sydney, her friends, well, Cindy and her friends, you know, yeah. it also kind of ties into the backstory of like, I know what you did last summer, but in this case, I know what you did last Halloween. Yeah. But the basic elements are from the Scream franchise, even the way Brenda dies in a the movie theater <laughs> because she keeps talking shit. They all stop her. <laughs> like, they're like, you ruined this movie. And she dies similar to Jada Pika Smith in Scream 2. And it's just, oh my god, movies are so fucking ridiculous. Like, I really love Ray. Like, I feel like Ray, I think, is like the oh, most. Oh, Ray is yo, probably the funniest character outside of Shorty. Like, I feel like they both like the same level of hilarious. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing about Shorty is that, so, Marlon explained Shorty. <laughs> he said that how he had a friend whose name was actually Shorty. And that's how he was all the time, always mm-hmm. high, 
always like on the, on the spits and everything, <laughs> and he wrote his character into Scary Movie. That's based on an actual friend he has that he actually put in the film. Because they had asked him, was like, "What's well, this race for Shorty?" He's like, "Oh, that's my friend. I have a friend just like that. His name is Shorty too." <laughs> I think we all know somebody like that. That's hilarious. Yo, Shorty. I mean, it was so carefree. I know, like, oh my god, yo! I just love how when they're getting high, and then Ghostface comes in, and <laughs> they're all getting high together, and then he does a sick rap. He's just like, "Yeah, I'm a kill, I'm a slap, slap, all this stuff," and and he sees his friends are dead. All his friends are dead, and Shorty was just like, "Yo, that shit's tight." I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> the yeah, the first one is crazy. Like to think a lot of this shit that they fit into it is insane. Carmen Elantra in, in like the opening scene to try to you know parody when they have Drew Barrymore in their first scream. It's like that's a wild parody. It's just like Carmen Electra, Like that was the first one came out like two thousand. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's yeah because scream was ninety nine, so this was like two thousand. That was like a really wild ass cameo to have a character. And then just like the shit that like even she was doing, she's running from the killer. He's trying to grab her, but her clothes keep coming off, so she's like running through the sprinklers, like she's in a model shoot. Mm-hmm. They, like that shit is hilarious. I was like, oh, I feel like I was like, yo, only the Wayne Brothers can write this crazy shit because they've been doing parodies before, even before this. Yeah. Like they did, um, Don't Be a Menace. Like they did Don't Be a Menace. Front, that was a parody of like all the gangster movies, like, um, Boys in the Hood, uh, Don't Drink Juice. In, I think Drinking Juice in South Central. And all that shit, like they did a parody of that prior. So, like, to, for them to do this is like, this is crazy. And white like, chicks. If anyone who hasn't seen the that of the movie is crazy. And wait, white chicks was after this though. Yeah, that's true. I mean, white chicks are still funny to this day. To this day, white chicks is still hilarious. <laughs> it's still hilarious. Yeah, it's still hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, oh my they, god, is, they just they got a niche for it. They know what they be doing. They be like writing the hell out them stories, like, and living color. Like, you know, they have a long yeah history of like great comedies living color is like to this day i always tell you about it's like the best that is the best sketch comedy show ever like i know Chappelle show Chappelle show but Chappelle show is not better than in living color like everybody who came from that show was famous we wouldn't have had jim carrey without that show probably wouldn't have had jennifer lopez um mm-hmm. of course the wayne's family paul mooney was a writer on that show uh uh yeah that, that cast is like insane and it's like even jim carrey like credited like these guys who give them a start just like uh anna ferris and, and uh, does because you know she blew up after this because this is her first role she's like they gave me a chance and it like worked out and like jim carrey is the same like we know all know jim carrey now is like this huge actor and we're like man this guy's been around forever but like the dude started within living color he's like if these black dudes never gave me a chance i'm not sure i'll ever be here mm-hmm. yeah it's just oh my god but i love also how <laughs> I never noticed in the first movie they name drop Scream. So when they're in the lunchroom and and mm-hmm. Cindy's talking to Ray, and she was like, "So does Bobby hate me?" He's like, "Oh, can you brand him the Candyman?" And Shooty was just like, "Yo, I've seen this before." <laughs> He's just like, "Was there a killer in your school?" Nah, it's Scream, man. The movie Scream, just like this. The dialogue happened just like this. Shit's wild. <laughs> and they're like, "Are you high right now?" He's like, "Hey, hey, hey yeah, <laughs> yeah." He, yo, the flashback to the um the scene of like their version of I know what you did last summer had me dying. Especially since we just watched it. I was cracking up, man, when he was just like, We're gonna take you to the grave, right, Cindy? We're gonna take you to the grave. And she's just sitting there, he's choking the shit out of her, and I'm like, yo, this this is kind of pretty close to exactly what happened. 
<laughs> you choking the shit out of off you. And the boyfriend ain't do nothing. In this case, this dude was kind of tapping dude on the shoulder, like, yeah, um, that's that's a bit much. A bit like, much, when he didn't man. really do anything. Yeah. I was like, this is hilarious. Oh my god, I just... <laughs> this is so funny, yo. Like, I fucking love again. It's just every character with their own personalities is just hilarious. Like Cindy just being like the virgin, literally like have a whole bush. <laughs> and back yeah. coming out. She's like, it's been a while. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah it's it was every beat is just like so more ridiculous than the last. Like I love how the teachers when they invited Cindy. No, yeah, well, I think it was the teacher. No, it was the police. It was the police and I think the principal. And they invited uh Cindy into the principal's office, and they were talking about how her mom was a slut. Yes, which was like like pretty much the entire franchise of Scream is that the mom like slept with like most of the people mm-hmm. and caused a bunch of problems. Yep, it was like, bro, like what is going on? It was like it's a comedy, so they go make fun of that. It just she's like, uh, okay, the movie is crazy. Miss Man, I think is like the most funniest teacher ever, the gym teacher. <laughs> Like, I was, well, I, I foretold, I mean, I remember Miss Man, but I forgot a lot about Miss Man. So, like, the whole time watching, I was like, why are their balls so saggy like that? Why does it look like that? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. It is absurd. Oh, my God. Like, I just love it. Like, I love the, no, the scene when they make fun of um the Blair Witch Project with Reporter. And she's like, can yes. hurry up? And he's like, oh. Okay, I'm going to fall. I'm going to die. <laughs> and the nose drip, the nose drip from her nose was just so excessive. I was like, oh yeah. my god, it was so excessive. <clears throat> like yo, even the scene before that was so ridiculous. When she's talking to the girl in the car, she's like, "We're at this place now where this dude has killed some people." He's talking to the lady. He said, "Hey, uh, you know, this is a killer out here doing all type of stuff. Like, hey, what, what are you doing out here?" Oh, my boyfriend went to woods because he heard a noise. But now as you mentioned, it's been like 10 minutes, he ain't come back. He's like, have you considered the possibility that he's dead and that you're probably next? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, uh, no, actually, I haven't. <laughs> and then the killer literally comes there in the middle of their interview and starts killing her. He's like, what the hell? He's like, don't record me. Don't record yeah. me. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. What is this movie? I I literally forgot that scene was in this movie. I was like, what the hell? I know, yo. This movie is just so fucking ridiculous. Like, everything about it is... My best from the first movie, I still gonna say my favorite death is Shannon Elizabeth. The way she broke her own leg. Yes. The, <laughs> was the annoying kill. Yes. And she's just like, oh no, I broke my leg. Oh no, I hope you don't kill me. Yeah, bye. I'm just like, yo, the most obnoxious person <laughs> ever. And even when he cut her head off, she was just like, oh, look at me. I'm a decaptic head. So fake. Where's the CGI? I'm like, oh my god. And he just threw her head in the Yo, garbage. she deserved that, though. Yes, she deserved that, though, because she was literally on stage, so her boyfriend get killed. She's so, like, distraught about it. And then they was just like, you won. She's like, I won? She's like, yeah, you won the pageant. He's like, oh, man, what about Greg? Man, fuck Greg, I won. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yo. <laughs> this man fell. Oh, my God. She was a bitch, though, like, freaking, like, teasing Cindy. She really was. Before she died. She was just like, oh, my God, Ghostface. Like, oh, my God. Like, yo, you're such a bitch. Yo. Helen was not that bad, and I know what you did last summer. For real. Like, and then and then Greg with the picture with the, with the locker. His pointy nipples. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was like his, it was a, a picture of his tiny dick. Yes. And he was like, what the fuck, man? 
I want to kill you. Yeah, that, the part with Cindy made me laugh when she was just like, oh, Bobby's been through, knows what you're talking about. He's like, so Bobby has a baby dick too? He's like, no, no, he just, he also, somebody, he got a message. He got a message. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about at all. It's like, he was just so awkward. I was like, this dude is weird. And he like beats the hell out of her. Yeah. In front of, and yes. once again, no one helps. Yes. I was like, yes. This movie is crazy. And freaking Doofy's character, yo, like, we, yo, Doofy was just like so fucking hilarious. But again, the big reveal at the end, when he takes off his mask, he fixed his walk, and he's just walking. Um, Usual Suspects, there we go. That's the movie they made fun of at the end. It was Usual Suspects. It was Kevin Spacey. Oh. He played a character who witnessed a murder, and he was helping the cops the best he can to find the murder. But they had no idea the whole time he was the killer, and he got away at the end. They never knew. They're like, "Oh, son of a bitch!" Like, like, oh my god. Oh damn. That's what they made fun of. It was that. It was that film. That was back before we all knew the shit with Kevin Spacey. You know, before we hated him. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, but yeah, yeah. That's crazy though. They pulled from a lot of sources to make this movie. Like, I, I'm saying a lot of you uh, seeing this movie for the first time in forever. I'm still amazed at how like seamless the plot is for the first movie. Because it's like really, really like cohesive. Despite there being so much like shit going on, like every scene just feels like a skit, which definitely was intentional based on all the things that we were reading about the movie, where it said like Kenny and Ivory Ways let, let he like, you know, he wrote the scenes, but for the most part, he let them improvise a lot of things. He was always just like, you know, put the script on, on, you know, on camera, but I want you to like go beyond that if you can come up with something. Like if it's funny, it'll, it'll stay. And it like, it's funny. The movie feels like that in a lot of ways because like everything just feels more weird than the la- every detail feels more weird than the last detail like just everything they're like you know they show up to school and then everyone's just like why is bobby late like he lives so close to the school you think in his house maybe a block away he literally lives in trailer. a trailer on the school property mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like what the fuck and then just like even the little details of like him cleaning his clothes in like the pond i'm like what the like this is so weird like this is just so bonkers but like it all like fits and yeah, it fits. Like they they literally merged this story of I know what you did last summer with Scream in a way that like makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's kind of amazing that they were able to do that. Yeah, and even like the random scenes, like freaking Ray and Brenda having sex, and he's like, "Put this on." He he made her put all the that was funny. the jersey on all all the jersey equipment from the football game from the football stuff that he yeah. plays. That was hilarious. Yo, and then he was just like, "Okay, do me, do me," and she's just looking at him like, "The fuck." <laughs> Yo, I think the thing about that that made that scene so funny to me is like because it's like such a this movie is such a clear rip of Scream. Like now that I think of, thinking back on Scream, I'm like you never really got to see like the other relationship. Like you know the movie was focused on Sydney and Billy, so you really got to see like uh, Tatum and uh, I forgot Matthew Lillard's character uh, name is something right now. Stu. Stu, yeah. Yeah, Stu. Like you never really got to see like Tatum and Stu's like relationship. Like when other people aren't around. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, you know, with the big reveal at the end of Scream that, like, those two are the killers and, like, this dude basically killed his girlfriend. So you're like, man, I see why people started speculating, like, these dudes were lovers the whole time. And then for this movie to kind of even be ahead of time, to be like, yeah, them dudes probably were lovers. <laughs> it's, like, really funny. Yeah, because they really did love each other and they died with, with Ray on top of Bobby yeah. <laughs> in a very homoerotic way. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, oh my god, it's just so fucking funny. I mean, the sequel, I felt like, definitely amped up the comedy. Because it was just even more ridiculous. Like, for, for the sequel, 
yes, the whole premise of the sequel is um, the haunting. It's literally that. It's the whole haunting movie. The same yeah. premise. But then you mix... Tim Curry tricking these kids. But then you mix in um, what lies beneath. You mix in... Um, what else? Ha- um, Hannibal. You mix in Charlie's Angels for some fucking reason. <laughs> you- <laughs> for some reason. You mix in... That was like so left field. Yeah, you mix in poltergeist <laughs> you mix in um yep. what else that random basketball commercial from nike <laughs> you mix it like, <laughs> you're just you mix in so yeah, many things weird... but also a little bit of just dance no not just dance state the last dance <laughs> when shorty's teaching sydney yes, how to be tough the beginning. and he's just like what's wrong sydney she's like oh i don't know it's just you know i'm like I'm not really tough. I'm not cool like you. It's like, come on, go. let's sit down. Let's be serious. And then he's teaching her like, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> like, dude, yeah, you're just like this, like, kick, kick, punch, punch, kick, punch. I'm just like, is this Parappa? Are we making fun of Parappa now? With the kick, punch, kick, punch. Let's pat the rapper. Oh, I'm in Pat the Rapper. That was my game. That game was hard as fuck, So though. when he was doing yeah, that, like, the, game was when dope. he was teaching him the kick, punch, kick, punch, I'm like, is that Parappa? Are we doing Parappa the Rapper, too? <laughs> so and then i love when the girl comes and she punches her and she's like kick <laughs> punch punch kick oh yo that jacket's tight run that shit y'all me <laughs> yo credit to anna ferris for being hilarious it is because it is not easy to do comedy but she is hilarious in all these movies to this day i quote that line to this day and you you're a witness of that you are a fucking witness because you always hear me say it I always that quote that shit. I'm like, yeah, I mean, like, yo, I fucking love. It's just I, so funny. Yo, I forgot that even that whole Jennifer Love huge tits was from this movie. <laughs> when they like called her that, I forgot that was from this movie. Yes. Like, oh my god, it's just like, what did this movie do? Mm-hmm. Which one do you like more? Oh, one or two? Man, that's hard. <laughs> That is so hard. I'm not gonna lie. I love both of them. Um, shit. I don't. Maybe two, because it it blended even more. I mean, yes, they did put in House of Haunting Hill as well. But yeah, they um. God, it was just so many films. I think two because it was way more. Yeah, the Exorcist. Oh yes, the... <laughs> your mother's here. Mom, get That's out of there. Like <laughs> you're no fun. <laughs> That shit was funny when the people when the uh, the party with all the people at the beginning was the white people were singing mystical. That shit had me dying. I was like, I forgot that happens in this movie. Yes, oh my god, ass, but mystical. That shit was funny as hell. And then she and then the girl walks in the room like y'all terrible and takes the <laughs> biggest piss in the world, the biggest piss yes. in the world, and they're like, oh. <laughs> and then the priest. I forgot the actress's name. Yeah, I don't remember her name, but then the priest humps her and like, father, get out of there. Like, oh, sorry, sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is so crazy. This is so ridiculous. You really gotta wonder how the hell this shit got made. Even Titanic, remember when they were locked in the freezer and she was just like, Don't let go. He's like, oh, oh, yeah. don't let go, like, don't let go. And then psh, I love how they make fun of the cum shots. Like even the first movie was hilarious too. <laughs> like that was just so funny. And that was hilarious. Um That is hilarious. Like the first one made fun of that shit where he's on top of her and they kind of make fun of american pie as well 
when she was on top of Bobby and she like said yeah. my name that that happened in American Pie as well. The first time. Um, oh yeah, with Alyssa Hannigan. Yeah, and um, the fact that he, the fact that all of his liquids just sucked out of him. You just see like him and his skin just turn to a skeleton. And I'm just like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. That man was stressed. The whole movie, all he was trying to do was get laid every time he was in the room. That was literally everything he did. That's why I was, that's why it was so weird that they even it's not even weird. It was funny that they kinda like, you know, redid this scene from Scream where Billy comes in the house right after the killer leaves and then he drops the phone so you assume, you like it's him. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of funny when they do it with him and all that shit falls out of his pocket, like the knife, the gloves, everything falls out the pocket. And you're like, man, prior to this, this dude was just trying to get laid. He didn't even like show any killer tendencies. At least Billy looked like a killer. <laughs> I know. Billy was crazy, man. Billy was crazy. He was such yeah. a dick. Like, oh my God, yo. He was such an asshole. Like, I love, I mean, I love how they did make fun of the scene in the school when, you know, in, in, the, in the real life, in the real movie, Scream. Again, Billy was such an asshole when they were talking about the fact that Sydney's mom he is was. dead and that he was just like, you just gotta move on. She's never coming back. And it's just like, bro, she's dead. Like, she's not like your mom who just packed up <laughs> and left. What the fuck? But in this one, I love how... And he did it. <laughs> and I just love the way they made fun of that. But she was just like, Ginger it was, a per- was an important member of the Spice Girls. And he's like, she's never coming back. You gotta move on. And I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> I too cried when Ginger <laughs> left the Spice Girls. I cried. I was just like, not Ginger. Was that how they broke up? Huh? Was that how the Spice Girls broke up? Because I don't even remember how they broke up. Well, they never really broke up. They kind of went on hiatus. But Ginger did leave. Like, she wanted to be a solo artist. And she decided to leave the Spice Girls. And the Spice Girls still kept mm-hmm. being themselves. But it was, instead of being five girls, it was four girls. Because Ginger left. Ah. Uh. And I was just so devastated. The stickers and the lollipops. Oh my god! I was so like I literally cried real tears when Ginger left. I was just like, "Why Ginger? Like no, <laughs> like that Ginger. It should have been baby." But <laughs> I mean, I love all the girls, but that I just love how they made fun, they made fun of that, making fun of the whole like Ginger Spice situation. And the way Sydney ran, I mean Cindy ran all weird and shit in the hallway. Yeah, man, this movie is. Yeah, it, it, yeah, the first one just does such a good job of making fun of slashers because slash slasher is such a funny genre mm-hmm. and like the and like you know looking at outside looking in right like obviously it's a movie so like if this was a universe that people were in you'd be like all right I guess they made the decisions they made but like this is a movie and you like watching it from the outside you like man some of these characters make some dumbass decisions and like even the movie like jokes about that at the beginning with Carmen Electra. Where she like she sees the killer and she looks on a desk and it's like a banana, a grenade, a knife, or a gun, and she grabs the banana and starts running away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yo, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> but it's like that's what it feels like sometimes in horror movies. You be like, man, all these weapons in this house and you don't grab something. Uh, so, so yeah, no, but yeah, slashers are pretty goofy, and it's kind of funny reading them talk about reading reading them talk Marlon and and talk about it a little bit where he's just like yeah we kind of always thought slashers were like a dumb genre like people would watch it of course but like he was like it's kind of goofy and like not even close to realistic so that's what they thought that's actually part of how they came up with scary movie mm-hmm. that's how insane <clears throat> slasher as a genre is and i'm like i i kind of get it i get it but like, like how many slasher movies be like oh there's a kill on the loose but let's have sex first for real. <laughs> you're like what for real <laughs> so true like you have never seen that before in a movie, and 
But it was smart. And it's just like, okay, cool. We're not going to do the whole, like, cliche stuff. Cool. We're actually going to be smart about this this time. But it's just... Uh, yeah, we're going to joke about the cliche. But it's just so funny. Run, and it, run bitch, run. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that he was high while all this was happening. And he was talking about his experience. Like, yeah, I was high. Then I got out of her. Oh, my God. I'm just like, what the fuck, Shorty? Yeah. Hilarious. Yo, I just love... He's like, so what do you mean about the victim that died? He's like, she had a big old ass. She was super fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, cool, cool. <laughs> I'm like, why are you interviewing him? So, even the sequel, that shit was hilarious. I love how they made fun of the fact that um, <laughs> when they had to split up and look for <laughs> look for like ways to find the ghost or whatever, and they left Brenda, mm-hmm. Shorty, and Ray by themselves, and Brenda was just like, yeah. ain't that some shit? Like, I was we gonna like, die. Yo, we gonna die, y'all. He took all the white people with him. <laughs> he said, we gonna die. I love when Shorty was hiding in the closet. And Sydney came in there and was like, Shorty, what do we do? He was like, I got the perfect idea. He kicked out the closet. Yes. <laughs> <Close> the <door. laughs> yes. And then she ran to Brenda. And Brenda was just like, oh, God, don't look at me. Don't look at me. He's like, Brenda. He's like, oh, shit, she called my name. Fuck, she saw me. Yeah. He's like, I was perfectly safe until she broke this shit over here. <laughs> yeah, movie, you know, Brenda is hilarious. Brenda's such a great character. Regina, Regina Hall is a goat, yeah, I swear. She's the fucking... She's been doing comedy for so long, yeah. and she's just so fucking good at it. Like, you, you know what you're getting with the Wayans, but like Regina Hall and Affairs, like those two in particular are like so fucking good in, in these sequels. In both of these movies, they're so good. Yeah, it's like, I mean... That's what, I, mean, I was talking to a friend of mine about that because I was watching the movie while talking to her, both the films, and I was just like, I mean, it's cool that at least Brenda and Anna returned in the other films, but it just still wasn't the same because, you know, um, I always wonder, like, why didn't the Waynes ever come back for the other films, just the first two, and I didn't know that they had gotten into a whole dispute mm-hmm. with the production studio, with the studio itself, and they weren't on good terms and that's when they were just like fuck it you know like we're done we're leaving but then uh harvey weinstein took the rights and was just like we still own it so we're still gonna make movies without you and it's just like damn you know because like the first two again is just they're just special because they're way more funny they have the comedy the jokes just yeah and the other ones yeah the other ones tried but it was just too much going on way too much going on that made no sense because in the third film it's like a mixture of signs and the grudge and it's just like what <laughs> like what with a with the subtle hits of like eight mile i'm like why is eight mile being made fun yeah. of like what the fuck yeah but the way they did it with the first know, two. They were missing a lot of Yeah, but like with the way the first two was, like they did it in a way where it wasn't confusing and it just flowed really well. Even the most obscure parts. Like especially in the sequel. The sequel made fun of the whole Monica Lewinsky thing <laughs> when they went to her room. <laughs> she saw the dress yeah. and she's like and the Lewinsky dress. And it was the <laughs> the plop <laughs> on the dress. <laughs> and I was like, oh okay. You know, the thing with um the clown. The poltergeist clown with Ray. I was that like, was oh my wild. god. He was like, here comes the animal balloon. I was like, oh my god. That was something else. Freaking shorty and the ghost in the closet. And he was like, no, leave the bag on, leave the bag on. That was funny. That was hilarious. 
And he was he's even still wear her at the end with she's still wearing the bag on her head. <laughs> that shit was ridiculous. That, <laughs> that shit was so ridiculous. Yeah, the first one was just easy to follow. Like that was, that was exactly what you said. Kinda like I watched the third one and I was I remember watching it and it was like I think halfway through it I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. So I like kinda zoned out entirely, so I just didn't keep watching it, but they kept trying to make more and yeah, it seemed like they fell into exactly what like I think it was it might have been Marlon or it might have been Sean that said it in one of the articles we were reading they were saying the problem sometimes people do parody movies and I think it's like at the beginning of it because in a lot of ways these movies spawned a lot of parodies but I think he was saying um you know thing about trying to even do a parody movie is like people forget about the plot it just ends up becoming like it could easily become a movie where it's just like funny skit funny skit funny skit funny skit but like no actual plot so like he was like this movie is actually harder to write because you had to kind of keep a plot in place and make sense throughout all of this and it seemed like with the later movies, that was exactly what happened. Like, they were just, like, skits and skits, but, like, the plot, there was no plot. Like, it made no sense. Yeah, it really wasn't. It made zero sense, you know? Like, the first two, it made sense. Yeah. You know, the first one, Cindy's trying to run away from Ghostface, you know, all this stuff. And then the sequels. Yeah, doing the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. The whole scene. No, I love the Charlie's Angels reference in the sequel. That one's fucking hilarious, yes. yo. And she's like, the mad cow. The camel toe. That was like, oh my god. <laughs> so crazy. So so weird to just randomly throw in like a kung fu fight at the end of a horror movie. Yeah. But hilarious. It was just too funny. And then like, no. Fucking, um, Tori Spelling. Her weird obsession she was funny. with the ghost that freaking... First, a blowjob into her, but then she got into it, and then she got so obsessed where she got jealous of his dead wife, and she's like, "I'm your wife now." I'm just like, "Whoa, okay." Wait, she put a face of an old other woman's face. Yes, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, yo, Tori. I mean, that was my first time ever seeing Tori Spelling like be in a comedy because she's usually in drama films, you know, and also her start was Nine Hundred Two One Zero, but. She was yeah. very funny in that damn film. And I find it funny they put in a sequel because I remember in the first Scream movie when they were like, oh, what if this movie, what if this whole thing turns to a movie? And then Campbell's character was just like, oh, Tori Spelling might play my character in the movie, <laughs> which actually happened in the sequel <laughs> of Scream where she played her. <laughs> I was just like, yo. That's so ridiculous. <clears throat> but it's. How crazy is that to do like a parody of like a movie that's like kind of a fourth wall parody of the genre like it's a parody of a parody and some scream is kind of a parody it is in some way yeah it's it breaks the fourth wall a lot it's kind of wild that this movie is yeah yeah so it's kind of crazy that this movie is like a kind of a parody of a parody that's kind of wild mm-hmm. and yeah steve tim curry man like oh i love that man bless his soul Goddamn, tim curry. he's gonna be a comic-con this I year forgot he was in this movie yeah i forgot too but he's gonna be a comic-con oh, really? yeah, he's gonna be a comic-con this year tim curry which i'm just like why sir you are old and you are fragile you should not be going to comic-con nah he's living his best life beg your son you better bring a photo of pennywise or something for him to sign <laughs> he's probably worth a lot of money so i'm just like i need to save money <laughs> tim curry like everybody loves that ben never heard a bad word spoken about the dude i know he was yeah. he was also um nigel from the thornberries that was tim curry too <laughs> i didn't know that yeah Holy that shit. Was i did not him. know that he was nigel that was tim curry yo fucking nigel was so stupid and also um he was that blonde reporter that always talks shit about the justice league in the cartoon 
the Just Lee cartoon. Um, really? Yeah, the that blonde guy who always like was on the news. It's just like, oh, the Justice I think League. I know you're talking about. How terrible are they? Like, that was Tim Curry, <laughs> too. Always talking shit about them. That was him. Oh, man. That man really got to do everything. Rocky Horror Show, everything. Yeah, like, he's just fucking hilarious, yo. Like, I wonder how that came about. I wonder, like, what... I mean, then again, Tim Curry's a very funny guy. So I'm sure when the Waynes pitched him the idea, like, do you want to be in this movie? We have this movie, blah, blah. Or whoever pitched to him, he was just like, yes. I do it, cause I mean. Yeah, he seemed like he wouldn't have any bounds on the type of genre he mind working in. Like, he just doesn't seem like that type. So I could totally see them approaching him, and you know, man, uh, I'm sure the Wayne's, I'm sure that family love horror in general, cause they already said they like they had criticisms of the slasher genre. But the only way you could have criticisms is if you watched it. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so pretty much they probably watched. They probably fans of the genre, and it was just like, man, it'd be nice to get Tim Curry. That dude, no. Fucking Pennywise. He's done all types of two cool shit. The man was willing to basically wear high heels and Rocky Horror shows. Like, this man, do anything. Yeah, man, he, he's a great dude. Mm-hmm. And he is. He, he seems to be great for anything people ask him to do. So it's just funny that he gets to play like a sleazy professor who's like basically trying to get the students up there because he wants to sleep with them. Yeah. But he also wants them to like deal with paranormal shit so he can see how they react to it. It's like so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, like it was just so funny. And yeah, I love how they made fun of um, what lies beneath. Like, Anna Ferris' character wears the, red, the famous red dress, like, in the movie. Because What Lies Beneath is also... I've never a, seen that one. Huh? I've never seen What Lies Beneath. What is that movie about? I've never seen it. It is heard a it. supernatural drama film with, um... Oh, my God. What's her face? She was in Catwoman with, um... Tim Burton. With Halle Berry? No, not Halle Berry. Oh. She was in a Tim Burton um, film. Hi. Oh, okay. I f- her name is slipping my mind right now, but I know who's talking, talking about, right? Like, you know, like, oh my god. Yeah, I know exactly. What Michelle about. Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, so Michelle Pfeiffer, she suspects her husband cheated on her, and so she gets she gets haunted by this ghost who happens to be the woman that he cheated on her with and murdered, and she's trying to uncover the truth, but she's getting haunted and possessed, and finally, like, he gets haunted too. He's like, "What the hell's going on?" It's basically to uncover the the, the fact that. He was unfaithful and that he's also a murderer. So that's what, what Lies Beneath is about. Oh, damn. So they made fun of that because there's a scene where Michelle Pfeiffer wears this very, like, you know, very seductive red dress and she seduces her husband. Mm-hmm. And, and she goes on top of him and he was just like, what is this? And she was like, oh, let's not, like, like hopefully your wife doesn't come in. And he's like, but you are my wife. And he has no idea that she's being possessed by the woman he cheated with it's just fucking crazy oh so that scene when anna Ferris is on top of tim curry he's like your wife and she turns mm-hmm. into ray <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yo that was so dumb i was like what the fuck and then for him to still also be in the room and he's like Ugh. he's like man i just threw this on in the middle of the night it's like you throwing a red dress and went to go get something to eat like what the fuck he's eating apple yeah he's just like i'm just here <laughs> Yeah. I fucking love Ray, yo. Like, Ray would never not be funny. Ray is so fucking stupid. <clears throat> like, I love He's Ray. Hilarious, but, oh, both of them. Fucking Ray's hilarious. Oh. He's so dumb. Yo, tuck in? I couldn't help but laugh at the end of the first one. Tuck in or tuck yeah, tuck out? Yeah, tuck tuck. It's like, yo, these dudes are stupid. When he had me dying at the end of the first one with Bobby, he was like, I'm gay and so is Ray. And Ray was like, I'm not gay. He's like, but you made love to me. He said, no, I fucked you, but that's, like, that's different. I'm not gay. <laughs> I was like, what? We cuddled. <laughs> He's, he's like, what about the trip to San Francisco? He said, I wanted to shop. 
but we cuddled. <laughs> and that part could be like, but we cuddled. Like, what? <laughs> that was funny as hell. Like, yo, these dudes are stupid. Ray was a fool. Ray was a damn fool. Yo, he was hilarious. All, all the things he was doing. Yes. Ray was a damn fool. They partied in the car. He's he's like, oh, I got the CD. Throw this in. It's fucking, it's raining men. Yeah. It's raining men. <laughs> they all confused. Like, what the hell? It's so fucking. And then the, even those, in the beginning of the, in the second movie, with the whole, like, making fun of, dude, where's my car? And the guy's got a tattoo. Yeah. It's like, what does it say? Ray, what about me? Fuck me. Ray, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! You know it's crazy. I saw Dude Where's My Car way after that movie, so I didn't even know that was a reference to that. Uh huh. I saw Dude Where's My Car maybe like ten years later, so I didn't even know it was a reference to that. Yeah, like yo, that shit was. That was like I think Ashton Kutcher's first movie too. Wow, but that movie's pretty funny. Yeah, but uh, everything about the film, like both of them, is just so funny. Again, the subtlety, the subtlety, little quips. Even like in the second one, when Anna Faris is fighting the cat, and she's like, "Help me! My pussy's got wild." <laughs> Like, oh my god. Or they're making fun of her tits. And they're like, oh, yeah, I don't know. You have some orangutan boobs. Like, I was like, what? That was funny. <laughs> oh my god. Like, yo. But of course. That was funny. That was funny. So the whole movie, they kept roasting her. That was the funniest shit. Every time they saw a photo of the wife, they was like, man, she looked just like you. She's beautiful. He's like, but you know, her, her skin ain't as oily as yours. And she got a lot better boobs. But like, y'all look the same. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like everyone just kept roasting her. She's like, okay, God. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. I mean, even the butler was fucking hilarious, yo, the caretaker. Like, with that whole hand. Oh, yeah, shit. I forgot that dude's name. I don't remember either. And yeah. he was just like, take my, it's my strong hand. And she's like, no. Yo, how do you feel like the the comedy for this movie like stands up for like today's standards of like comedy? Oh, I don't know, man. I feel like nothing can top it because I've seen other parody films. Like, not another teen movie was another parody film. Um, Vampires. Not another teen movie is one of my favorite movies. That movie, yo, top tier Hilarious. as well. Uh, oh, Vampires. Cr- Captain America has come so far. Yes. <laughs> People forget that was his first movie. That was his first movie, Chris Evans. Yeah. That was the first so movie. funny in that movie. Yeah. Um, Vampire Suck is also a parody movie. I didn't see that one. Yeah, that was when they made fun of Twilight and other vampire films. Um, and ah. there were other parody films too. But yeah, I don't know. It's just like remember We Are the Spartans. Yes, oh, I forgot about We Are the Spartans. The epic movie. Yes. Date movie. I didn't see most of them because they just looked like sh- shitty versions of scary movie. Like it was like at some point they these studios kind of just went parody crazy. And like they just none of them were really good. I feel like the only other parody I really like outside of this is not another team movie. That's like it. Yeah, because another team movie they did a really good job making fun of all like the team films from like the eighties to like yeah. that era. Um, I mean, I will never forget the scene when she's drawing a self portrait of her mom, and he goes and he was like, "Yes, you have her eyes. She has your eyes." <laughs> <laughs> it's like a stick figure. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Always cracked me up. <laughs> Like I love when they showed her painting and she was like just splashing the paper paint everywhere and then you saw like a perfectly clean paper with a stick figure. Yes. I was like, yo, that is not what happened when you splash paint. That movie Oh god, yo, that movie's fucking funny as shit, man. When he was singing to her, Janie's got a gun. Janie's got a security gun. came. <laughs> so yeah, she got a gun. Run away, run away from the pain. <laughs> oh 
it tased and shit. Yeah, that movie is a trip. That movie, that movie is, is funny. But yeah, like... That's like the only other parody movie I would put on par with this. Yeah, there really isn't. Like, I mean, again, you can't top the Wayne's family in general. They just know fucking comedy. Yeah. That's their That's their whole life. That's their whole franchise. That's them as a brand. Yeah. You cannot They've do been doing that. It so long. Yeah, and they're still growing because now they their kids are being into mm-hmm. acting. Like it's just crazy because like there's yeah. this insane. That family is huge. Like, like yeah, for real. Like, did you ever see um, what was it? The one that Marlon did. I think it was Haunted Mansion. I think it was. Or, oh my uh, god, who's this? Goddamn, what? <laughs> I know what you're talking uh, about. Well, not Haunted Mansion. No, it was like Haunted House. Yeah, was it? Haunted House or something or the haunt- something like that. Yeah, it was something. Yo, it was like a. Freak- parody of paranormal activity what? the first one i thought was really funny the second one i thought wasn't as funny but the first one i thought was really funny the most ridiculous part is the fact that annabelle got so obsessed with him and was yes not that was funny that. i was like what the fuck is going on <laughs> the first one had me dying though the first one like had me in tears like because i didn't know it was actually funny i was just like i'll give it a try mm-hmm. i thought it was like you don't know what you're gonna get and i just remember the scene where like because the first the first one his uh his wife is played by um Essence Atkins from um one on one and uh smart guy. She was in a bunch of stuff. Uh and uh no not one on one, sorry. Um half and half. Mm-hmm. She played uh she played opposite Rachel True. Um and she was in Smart Guy, she played the sister to TJ. Uh yeah, she's like she plays his wife in the movie and she gets possessed because it's just like paranormal activity where the girlfriend gets possessed. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to get like his his um his uncle who's the pastor but like he's also still a gangster so he got mad relatives that in, ga- that in the gang and he called them over he's like man i ain't scared no fucking ghost man i whoop her ass and she come out there and start growling he said cuz why she sound like that and she jumped on him <laughs> he started screaming mm-hmm. he was like ah, ah, oh no and the motherfucker ran out the house it was uh avion crockett playing his cousin that shit was so funny to me it was just like what is going on in this movie it was it was so dumb, but uh, but I think that was like Marlon's first movie that he made by himself. Yeah, that movie was actually pretty funny. I though. mean, I think his other brother produced it because um, again, his other his older brother, um, oh, I forgot his name. He produced which one, Keenan Ivory? I think it was Keenan. Yeah, like Keenan. Because Keenan Ivory's the one who got the Manola vest stuff. I think he's the oldest brother. Yeah, because I believe he's the one that pretty much produces everything that they do whether it's the brothers or the sister, you know? So he produces Eric again. Yeah, his sister was in uh, the show with LL Cool J. Yeah. Uh, in the house. And yeah. That show was pretty funny. Like, again, they're, they're an enterprise. Their family is a whole brand. They really are. You know, like, and the fact that they keep multiplying, <laughs> the family reunion is <laughs> getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm just like, damn. You make it sound like they're going to live, Jackie. <laughs> I mean, maybe I want to be a freaking Wayne. Like, I want. I want it seemed like a fun family. Yeah, marry me. <laughs> like, I'll marry one of them. Fuck, <laughs> or adopt me. Like, I don't know. But like, it does seem like a Delirious. fun family because again, like they love comedy. They love this. This is their shit. This is their thing. You know. Yeah. It's just, oh my god. They sister hilarious too. Mm-hmm. It's just the funny as hell. I don't know. If, I don't know how much you watched uh, in Living Color. But, I watched a couple. Uh, did you watch it a lot? I didn't watch a lot of it, but I watched some okay. because my brothers, my siblings, all watched it too. So, oh, you could definitely catch a lot of it on like YouTube nowadays. Since I think most of, for some reason, that show is not on like streaming platforms. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you could watch a lot of clips of it on like YouTube nowadays, and it's some clips I always revisit that crack me up. Mm-hmm. 
there's the one with um with Damon where he plays Farrakhan. It's Rafa Farrakhan, like Star Trek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but instead of like Khan, it's Louis Farrakhan. And it's like he goes on an Enterprise ship and gets the whole crew to turn against Captain Kirk. Mm-hmm. That shit is hilarious. Uh and then they have her the sister. She she was notorious for her for her role as um she was like this nosy neighbor. I forgot the name of the character. But she was this nosy neighbor that was always sitting outside her window and she knew everything going on in the neighborhood despite never leaving the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, oh, what, what Miss Johnson doesn't know is that Mr. Johnson brings over Louise every Thursday at 2 p.m. for roughly about two hours. And she's sitting along the way before Miss Johnson get home for about, about five o'clock. But you ain't hear that from me. Like, that's what she would always say. <laughs> it was like really funny. And it was like the whole thing was just shot like from the point of view of pointing to the window and just her going over all the like tea of the neighborhood. But she's like, you didn't hear it from me. It was, it was like really stupid, man. It was, that show was great. It's like really, really a classic if you could ever catch it anywhere. And if you somehow never seen it, then definitely go catch it somewhere because it's like really funny. You'll see like everyone you know that's famous now doing crazy scenes. David Allen Greer. I think Jennifer Lopez was one of the fly girls that was dancing. Yeah, she was. Like the intro or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, like it was just so. Oh my God, even Joanna Man. Joanna Man was one of their films too. I forgot about that. Oh yeah, I forgot about that as well. Yeah, they they touch a lot of stuff, man. I don't I don't know how they keep doing it. I know I think I remember watching something before with Marlon when he was talking about how um one of the things that their brother Keenan Ivory, I think he's I believe he's the oldest, he made sure that they knew how to write because he was like if you can write you could do everything like he because he that he was like I read, like he already knew that they were funny because he put most of them on like the living color in living color was Keenan's show Keenan Ivory Williams show he put most of his family on there. Mm-hmm. Um, he put Sean on there. He put Marlon on. I think he put Sean on there. I know for sure he put Marlon on there. So like those, it was his show. But he always told him like, if you want to like really, really do something in his business, like you got to learn how to write. So like that's why like all of their movies for the most part are like really pretty well written. Mm-hmm. Um, because he kind of stressed that to them pretty early. So that's why like Marlon made such a big deal about when he released um Haunted House or whatever because it was like he wrote it and then he also got to direct it, which was pretty cool. And I think. I think he also wrote and directed Little Man as well. Yeah, they did a lot of stuff. Man, it's kind of crazy how much stuff they've done. They did because again, they're just they're fucking hilarious. They really are. They're so funny. Like they're just really really funny. I think. Yeah, they they're they're pretty great. I think Dwayne, Dwayne might be the oldest. Yeah, I think Dwayne. Uh, oh yeah, because I think that's not just them three. I think it's like five brothers, right? Like one sister, I'm like oh, two sisters. I forgot how many of them. Is. There's. In total, there's ten siblings. There's ten people. <laughs> Two sisters and the rest are brothers. It's crazy. Because <laughs> they're all brothers. A lot of people. Um. Yeah, but uh, Dwayne, he is the eldest, and then it's Keenan. He's the second, and then you know the other ones. Uh, um. Yeah, but but it's funny. I, I love that they referenced one of their works in uh in the first one when she was just like, "You guys watch too many TV shows." And he's like, TV shows don't make you a serial killer. Crazy shows make, uh, cancel shows make you a psycho killer. They canceled the Wayne Brothers. We didn't even get a final episode. I'm like, yeah, I remember them not getting a final episode. Yeah. <laughs> and that still bothers me to this day because I don't remember which episode was the final episode. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo, I fucking love the Wayne's Brothers. Like, the show, like, I used to watch that with my siblings. That show was we funny as hell. Watch that shit. We're brothers. We're Rufy and we're brothers. Fucking love that movie. That shit show. was so great. Like with John Witherspoon on there, like that cast was great. Yeah, but oh my god, it's so much fun rebuilding these movies. Like they're just again, like I, my favorite. Like I mean, okay, favorite scene from first, from the first one, the second one. Go. Favorite. 
Uh, from both movies. All right, it's, it's kind of tough, but uh, first movie, honestly, probably the What's Up scene when it was on the phone. Cause I, mean, I knew that was for like the Budweiser commercial. Yeah, like, What's up? I can't remember if that came first or the Budweiser commercial came first. I can't remember, but that scene is just so stupid because I just love like the killers calling him to basically intimidate him. And he's like, what you doing? Nothing. Chilling. Getting high. He's like, cool. And then his, he's like, you by yourself? And then his friend walks in there. He's like, what's up? And the dude's like, yo, pick up the phone. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> he just sounds like four of his friends. Like that scene was just so random. It was like, this makes, I don't know what this has to do with anything else, but I'm just really enjoying this. Like this is just, sometimes I guess you just got to enjoy the ride. But that's probably my favorite scene of the first one, just because of how strange it is, but like how fun it is. But the second one, uh, I, I really kind of like that scene where like Sydney fights the cat. That's I mean Cindy when she fights the cat, that shit is hilarious. My piss is going uh, bad. That shit was mad epic. How she was like boxing the cat, and they doing like the fucking spit. They're like bouncing off of them like boxing <laughs> yeah. matches, and that cat is like fucking her up. <laughs> and then she screams. <laughs> you see the My blood piss go is going bad. Yeah, I just I. I love how funny it is. And like the cat looked like Salem from Sabrina the Teenage mm-hmm. Witch. From the, it looked like they use like the same technology. So that was just funny to me because it looked like Salem beating up Cindy. So that's probably my favorite scene of the second one. That was just so weird. but so hilarious. How about you? From the first movie, it has to be Shannon Elizabeth's death. <laughs> that whole scene was just so <laughs> fucking ridiculous. She's like throwing herself to the floor, breaking her leg. Being like, oh, is it the part when you cut me? Oh my god, so fake. Like, she's so obnoxious, <laughs> yo. Like, it's just so funny. For the second movie, oh god, that's so hard. It's so fucking hard. Cause, like, there's so many scenes that it's just so, like, funny, but damn, I don't know. That was really, really hard, the sequel. Pick one. <laughs> I gotta say, when they make fun of the <laughs> Nike commercial with the basketball, they come play with me, and they're all, t- <laughs> they're all like, playing with the ball. <laughs> and then the guy in the wheelchair is like spinning on his head with the wheelchair and everything. <laughs> Yo, that scene where the dude in the wheelchair was fighting the ghost, and the ghost was in the wheelchair, and they were like Fast and the Furious racing. Yes. It was fucking hilarious and epic as hell. I was like... I forgot this scene was in this movie. It was like so cool. I forgot like the way they did it. I it, forgot what movie they were referencing for that, but there it was an action film they referenced. I forgot what it was though. But yo, that did it just like that with the wheelchairs and everything. With cars, not wheelchair. I think it was the cars. But oh, okay, yeah, the man has smoke coming off his wheelchair. But yo, this shit's so funny. I mean, the most subtle scene that I would say was the most funniest part was um uh, when Ray and Cindy. We're using the Dixie cups. <laughs> oh yeah, the and, top. Yeah, and like breaker, breaker, Cindy, where are you? Like you know, he's just like break. I don't know. Where's Brad? Like there was, she said some guy's name, and he was just like, but where's Brad? I'm not Brad. Oh yeah, Roger. He's like Roger. He's like it's, it's Cindy here. He's like I don't want to talk to you. Where's Roger? I want to talk to Roger. <laughs> Man, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's uh, this. Like, how does this shit still stand the test of time? Like, I, I mean, like, even watching it with like the eyes of twenty twenty three, I'm like, like, I don't feel like any of the jokes were like, like offensive or anything like that. You know, sometimes you go back to old comedy stuff, and you know, people's standards are different mm-hmm. for like comedy now. Um, I only think just like quality wise. I just mean like, you know, generally what people kind of find offensive or find like acceptable to joke about. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember a friend of mine was talking to me about um, 
uh, Eddie Eddie Murphy stand up delirious. And I remember she was saying like going back to watch it like now is like kind of cringeworthy. To me, it's not, but like I think, and so in a lot of ways, comedy is subjective. Like just like anything else, it's, it's like it's all up to you. Like what you find funny, what you don't find funny, mm-hmm. and what you find offends you, and what doesn't offend you. So like to me, that's not cringy. But like revisiting this movie, like I don't feel like anything was like super offensive or anything, or I didn't feel like they were like putting the characters in like odd particular positions where you're like they're not like respecting the characters like don't get me wrong in two straight movies they like jizzed all over cindy but it was like a funny goofy scene it wasn't something where i felt like it was like they were like being wild disrespectful or something and like even her herself who worked on the scene it didn't seem like it seemed like she was just questioning whether or not people would find it funny not that like she thought people would think she was like in a hostile work environment or something so like yeah i I don't know to me this movie kind of still stands the test of time in terms of comedy like nothing about it feels like outdated or anything like that but i don't know how do you feel about it i agree i mean i like how they made fun of the whole like unloading himself because <laughs> that's basically what they did in both films. yeah that shit is funny like he just unloaded a yeah, huge load funny. i'm just like i get it like i get the reference but yeah like it's just <laughs> it is true i mean even the sequel when um the guy in the wheelchair <laughs> when the girl was just like do you need any help he's like i don't need help i can do it myself <laughs> oh, and he's like throwing himself above like, the stairs, and he's just like, "I don't feel bad. I have no legs." <laughs> I'm just like, Jesus Christ! That was funny. I love that even he got to the point where he annoyed her. He was just like, "Cover me!" And she's like, "You sure I could just help you?" He's like, "Don't touch me!" So I'm tired of this shit. And she just left him. Yeah. But I was like, "That was funny." <laughs> like even that, someone could have been like, "Oh my god!" But they made fun of that. They made fun of all that shit. Like it's just like. They did it in a way, like you said, like it wasn't like, okay, this is like offensive. We got to cancel this. No, they did it in a way where it was like tasteful. If you get what I mean? Like it was tasteful. It was tasteful humor. It was funny. Like it's just like, ugh, it's just so fucking hell. And then, and then Shorty, like Shorty alone, I think it's like anyone, funny as shit. Anyone could have taken Shorty as like, oh my God, that's like his character is like kind of like, mm, I don't get it. But I just love the fact that he's just like living life. He's just in the moment. He's in the matter, like it's chaos, it's blood, it's slashy, it's whatever. But he's just there, like thriving. He's just living life because he's high as a, as a kite. That's it. And then even the sequel, when they like open his skull, and they just see that dude inside of his head. This is your brain on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is so, so funny, funny every time like, it's just, that shit is so funny it's just hilarious little things even Ray's character being very like I'm not gay but I'm gay it's just like dude you're fucking gay <laughs> like, you're yeah. so gay well, like it, dude, it, it can, it's tasteful it humor so weird. yeah like it's just hilarious like Cindy yeah she's kind of stupid <laughs> as a character but she's also very smart. Yeah. So that's Dan Gifford too. It's like they yeah. made her smart, but also kind of ditzy. <laughs> but they made her very smart. I mean, she MacGyvered her way out of that freezer in the sequel. <laughs> that's what she did. She MacGyvered yeah, her she way. Did. Like, oh my god. It's just uh, they do a fine. <laughs> yeah, they just do a really good job. I would say, like, it's like a fine balance with all the characters. Like, even thinking with like Regina Hall and uh, Sean Wayne's characters, like that dating in the first one, he does that whole weird shit where he makes her just like a football player. And then the second one, she like in a way kind of gets revenge when he's like, "Talk dirty to me." She's like, "I'm gonna piss on you and take it fart in your mouth, and take it throw some shit on these walls." And he's like, "Uh, uh, okay." <laughs> she's like, "Is that too much?" She's like, "Yeah." So it's like she got to freak him out this time, whereas she freaked her out the first time. So it was like, I don't know. They just do it. It was like a fair balance. Mm-hmm. Like 
It's not just a thing where it's like, uh, you know, she's just the butt of his jokes. It's, it's a little bit of both. They're just both weird. I love how all the characters pretty much died in the first one, and then they're just back for the sequel with no explanation. Like, that shit is just hilarious. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. That's why it was funny seeing, like, Brenda back, Shorty back, Ray back. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just hilarious. Like, oh, God. It's just... It's just so funny, man. Freaking like, even in both movies, Ray with his obsession with the butt. In the first one, in the car, he's just like, oh, I love you play my ass. I'm gonna play with your ass. Ray, oh, sorry. And then the sequel, he's just like, mm, these warm dicks are so nice and warm. And the guy's like, Ray, like, oh, sorry. <laughs> and Brenda's just like, going on. So funny. Look at just little Brenda's face whenever he does shit. Because Brenda's just, they're so confused. Like, should I be concerned? What's happening here? Like, oh my god. I wonder if they would ever reboot this. Oh my, no. <laughs> Hard, they shouldn't, no. Like, I wonder if they would. I feel like it made so much money, I wonder if they would ever reboot it. They made them pump out, what, five or six movies? So I wouldn't be surprised if they try to do a remake at some point. I mean, they would have to fight the studio to get the rights back. Because they don't have, I don't think they have the rights anymore to the, the franchise. Because of the whole dispute they have with the studio. So they would have to find a way to get the rights and be like, this is ours. You cannot touch the shit. Because that's what happened. You know, they had a dispute. The Wayne brother was just like, I'm not with the shit. Peace. Bye. They left. And the studio was just like, well, we're still going to do the movies regardless if you're here or not. We don't care. Which is really fucked up because most friends, yeah. most most um studios do that. They do that a lot. And it's, it's really fucked up. Oh, for sure. So they will. Shit, didn't they? The studio basically forced Wes Craven to make a second Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, because that's so the think first he only one. Wanted to make one. Yeah, because he didn't think it was gonna be successful in general. So when they made a sequel, he was just like, "Fuck, I'm gonna do. <laughs> what am I gonna do this time?" <laughs> so, Wait. I guess it's it was bound to happen. You know, sequels come from success. You know, you make enough money, they'd be like, "We'll make a sequel." The only thing it seemed like the Wayne brothers kind of was annoyed by is like they were just like they were rushing them so much with each sequel. So it was just. Like, hurry up, make the second one. It's like, man, it's not going to go out of style that quick. Like, it wasn't like it was... These like I would say their movies in general just kind of stand the test of time. Like, I think why even there, like, uh, Don't Be a Menace, like, that movie, I've revisited that movie a billion times. It's still hilariously goofy and insane. Like, their movies do a good job of, like, being kind of timeless. So, I get the studio kind of want to make their money right, right away, right now. But it's like, sometimes, man, these things end up just being timeless classics that people end up revisiting for, like, years and years and years. Like, I think about, like, so many movies like that. I mean, like, the Monster Squad. We did the Monster Squad. Mm-hmm. I did. I felt like I was, like, one of the few people in the world who's ever seen that movie. And then I'd, you find out, like, between cons and other stuff that, like, people have been, like, fanning over and made this movie out of cult classic, like, years ago. And then, like, even the actors from it still go to cons and, like, can still make money from this movie that they made forever ago. I'm like, that's amazing. Like, that, that kind of timeless feel you don't, doesn't just kind of grow on trees. So you would. But these studios just kind of be wanting you to pump stuff out quick. And I get it. I guess I work in a creative field. So I, I get it. People just want everything in five minutes. <laughs> hey, nobody got patience for nothing. For real. It's like, it's like the little girl from the, the um, Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Willy Wonka and Chocolate uh, Factory. I want it now, daddy. <laughs> like that. Like, I want it now. <laughs> Pretty much. Man, they made a lot of money. Let's make another one right now. It's like, it's not how this usually goes yet come up with something that's worth doing or it'll just be trash which but they said overall the the franchises made close to a billion dollars so i guess even though they were bad they were still making some money 
Yeah. So. I mean, it's probably because, again, Anna Faris and Brenda, like uh, Regina Hall, like they. How many were they in? I think they were in, I believe Brenda returned in the third film. And then maybe the fourth film, I don't remember. But I think she, I think Anna was in the other films as well. Because, because I guess because she was oh, okay. the quote unquote face of Scary Movie. They're like, let's just keep, let's just keep, let's just keep Anna Faris because she's Sydney, you know, let us keep her in the yeah. films. Um, it's like trying to do Scream without Nev Campbell. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Even though they try and get her back now with the seventh <laughs> movie. And I'm just like, bitch, you took like, nah, it's too late now. It's too late. It is what it is. Like, I, I made peace with it. Like, it is what it is. I would love to see a movie with Anna Faris with Nev Campbell. I want to see that shit. That's what I want to see. That would be funny. That would be the most funniest shit ever. Because I remember they did that in Scary Movie 3 when Gail Weathers met Gail Weathers. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the <laughs> cast met their cast for the Stab 4 or 5, whatever movie they were doing. Whichever, whichever Stab movie they were doing. Like, oh my god. Yeah. It was just too funny, y'all. Like, I just love these movies. Yeah, again, like I love how... Yeah, Scream is iconic for making fun of a movie within the movie that makes fun of movies, and then Scary Movie just makes fun of everything. <laughs> yeah, it's great, man. I, a part of me kind of hopes parody movies come back, but I don't want them to be trash. <laughs> I think, like, genres could use more of that. I just don't want them to be, like, terrible, though. Yeah. Like a double-edged sword. But, yes. Great way to start August. <laughs> Because, again, Word. we were supposed to do this for April Fool's, I think, last year. We had this on a, we had this on our calendar. Like, yeah, we're going to do a scary movie. And it kept getting moved up. It kept getting moved up. It never happened. And I was like, I was, I was mad persistent. I was just like, we got to do it. We got to do both of the films. We got to do it. Like, no more like no more pushing it back. We have to do these movies. Because it's, just, it's so funny. And even though it's a parody movie, it's still... Horror. It's B-rated horror. You know, B-rated horror films are funny. You know, they're meant to be comedy. They're meant to make fun of things. You know, that is a... It's it's part of the horror genre. Um, But it's so good. I mean, I would love for the Waynes to come back and do another scary movie making fun of the current films they have today. Can you imagine what they could do with that? That's what I would hope. With the current movies that right now, with the Waynes came back, like Get Out, Nope, Us, X, Pearl, <laughs> Ariaster movies, fun. like oh my god, seeing a parody of Hereditary, oh my Jesus. Yeah, see, that's why I would kind of hope for like them to do more or do like another version of it. But I could also see if they're just like, man, we kind of we passed that, we don't know the stuff, so. Yeah, which I respect. We'll see. I respect that of them, but it still would have been cool like if they were to come back and be like, we're doing it. We're going to make fun of the new gen yeah, of horror real. movies, because that would be just fucking hilarious. Yeah. But again, like, I mean, the Wayne brothers, I mean, the whole Wayne family, the whole brand itself, like, they're just amazing. They're just funny, and I just love these movies so much. Like, these movies are great. You gotta take it to the head, yeah, man. Take it to the head. <laughs> Word. I, you know, one last thing I just want to mention before we get out of here is that I always found it hilarious how the ghost ma- ghost face mask would change with his emotions. Yes! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that was so wild, but like so funny. It was like a good touch. It was like really weird. Even when he was high, his eyes looked re- the mask eyes looked really low. 
That shit was like always funny to me. And like even had he made the mask like kind of just like wrinkly a little bit versus like the original. Like, cause it is the same like company, so they could choose, do that. But like I remember when this shit did come out, that mask where he's like smiling was like a very popular Halloween costume. Yes. <laughs> yes, I loved it. it. The face changed every time. I, I that was just clever. That was very clever of them to do that. That was just like that's smart as fuck. Um. So yeah. So scary movie. So I watched it through Max. It's available on there. It's also available on Hulu. Same. Like, if you have the subscription with HBO Max with Hulu, you can watch it through there. It's also Amazon Prime. So, if you have never seen Scary Movie 1 and 2, I'm going to try not to be judgmental, but I can't make any promises. But, um... I'm judging like a motherfucker. No, yeah, fuck it. What the hell's wrong with you? Like, what do you mean you've never <laughs> seen Scary Movie 1 and 2? Like, what do you mean? I'm judging. Like, I feel like the aunt... This ain't some wild horror movie that, like, only Jackie's seen. This is a mainstream movie. It's, like, been... Shit was on TBS, I feel like, every weekend of my teens. Like, <laughs> Someone... Everyone should have seen it. And this, this is important in black cinema. Like, or what mostly. do you... Like, and it's important in black cinema. Like, what do you mean exactly. you've never seen it? Like, I feel like Aunt Tula from not, the, not a big freak... Like, not from a, another big freak... But the big Greek wedding... But she was like, what do you mean he eat no meat? That's me right now. If someone says they've never seen Scary Movie. Like, what do you mean you never seen Scary Movie? Like, I just have a mean face right now. And I'm just like, what's wrong with you? What you Crazy. mean? Like, watch it. Watch Crazy. it. It's hilarious. The first two are the only ones that matters, though. If you want to see the other ones, cool. But the only two that really matters is the first two. <laughs> That's it. Because of the Wayne's bro. Yep. But, yes. Again, great fucking movie. You know. What are you waiting for, huh? <laughs> 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 oh my god but, uh, oh god alright so until next time be safe out there remember if you see a cap in the air that's a signal we gotta come together you know protect each other <laughs> fighting get your swim lessons on um and until or next time keep your enemies close keep your folding chairs closer yes yes <laughs> Avengers assemble, bitch. All right, until next time, ooh you, ghost goodbye.